Hello and welcome to episode 78 of Feckin' Metal. I'm your host, Fergal Trainer. Freshly back, or maybe not so freshly, from Keep It True 23 in Lauda Konigshofen in the Tauber Frankenhall in Germany. Uh, but I'm not here to talk about that. I might cover that on a future episode, but I will say I definitely saw some bands and nobody can prove otherwise. But today I'm here to talk about the cancellation of Dominion, a festival in the United Kingdom, and also Manifest, both of which were cancelled within a short time of one another. This isn't going to be a hatchet job on the organisers of Dominion or Wayne Jackson, the organiser of Manifest, who I interviewed back in December 2021. But it's simply looking at the news and what this might mean for the future of festivals in the UK. Ireland hasn't had much luck in organising heavy metal festivals, especially multi-day ones. Um, there have been some day-long ones in the past, but really, if we didn't have bad luck, we'd have no luck at all, you might say. One notable one is last year's Frost and Fireland, organised by Jarvis Leatherby, frequent guest on Feckin' Metal, and from what I hear from people who went, that was a very enjoyable festival, with an excellent selection of bands. But that's a rare example of one that went ahead. Uh, most don't. Uh, Clang Festival comes to mind, frequently rescheduled, then quietly cancelled. And there have been others in the past as well. Um, so Ireland doesn't really get heavy metal festivals, and if you want to attend a heavy metal festival, you have to look abroad. You have to look to the UK, or you have to look to the likes of Germany, Greece, uh, France, etc. Because of that, when festivals with very enticing lineups like Manorfest has been at points and Dominion are announced, you get very excited, um, as obviously somebody living in the UK, but somebody living in Ireland as well. It's very easy to get over to the UK. Flights are still relatively cheap. Um, accommodation will probably set you back. But other than that, these festivals had reasonably priced tickets and amazing lineups. Uh, for fans of traditional heavy metal like me, the lineups were almost too good to be true at certain points. I say at certain points because they shifted and changed over the years due to postponements and cancellations because of COVID and other reasons, which I'll get into. But yeah, um, both festivals were cancelled within a few days of one another and it made the news. Um, I posted about it on Twitter. You may have been reading some of the comments that people were posting underneath that. And everybody was talking about it. You know, the bands themselves, the fans, the people who had held onto their tickets for a number of years in some cases, and all of the things that come with that, such as accommodation and flights and travel arrangements that in some cases may not be possible to refund. So this iteration of Dominion was scheduled on three separate occasions. The first was the 29th to the 31st of July, 2022. That was postponed until the 30th of September to the 2nd of October, 2022, which was then postponed until the 5th of May to the 7th of May, 2023. Um, and that was to be held in Ushaw Historic House Chapels and Gardens in Durham in the United Kingdom. Just over a couple of weeks out from the festival going ahead, the festival was cancelled with a statement that the official organisers released. This was on the 18th of April 2023. I'm just going to read that statement now. Important announcement. After intensive meetings and discussions, we have had to make the heartbreaking decision to cancel Dominion Festival. This is a project into which we have put vast amounts of personal money and over a year of our team's time. But the reality is that with less than 5% of tickets sold, the losses to run the event would exceed a quarter of a million pounds. And we can't go ahead with the festival without risking our employees, job security, or putting at risk people's tickets, money, or band fees. We didn't go into the festival scene to even consider the idea of putting anyone's money at risk except ours, but we simply can't afford to run the festival with such low sales. The only ethical decision that could possibly be made now is to accept defeat. Gut-wrenching though it is, 
We tried everything and committed all we had, but pushing this any further forward would risk us joining the pile of promoters who have failed to refund customers after using ticket money to fund a failed show, or not paid bands or suppliers for the show, neither of which is something that we could entertain for even a second. We're sure, with hindsight, everyone will know where we went wrong, and we'll no doubt think of all of them ourselves in many of the sleepless nights to come. Even so, we're forced into the decision of accepting losses that are already in excess of £100,000 to ensure that no one loses except us. If we pushed it any further, we couldn't make that same guarantee. All ticket holders will receive an email within 24 hours confirming that all ticket holders are being refunded automatically to their payment method, and all bands and suppliers have also been contacted to ensure no one is out of pocket. Please, when contacting our team about any queries, bear in mind that our employees didn't make this decision and tried absolutely everything in their power to make this happen. We're genuinely sorry and gutted that we couldn't make this happen and have to bring this news to you, but we gave it a real go and we really wanted this to happen and build a rock and metal festival that this region deserves. We were fully prepared that for the first few years the event would lose money, but we couldn't have predicted sales at such a low level as to make the event impossible to stage financially and logistically. And we thank everyone who has supported us in our endeavour to try and make this happen. So that's the official statement from Dominion Festival. I mean, I can't argue with anything in that. Making sure that nobody loses their money is very honourable, very decent. They are obviously going to be out of pocket themselves. And the fact that they have taken it on the chin and accepted defeat and put out such a soul-bearing statement makes you feel the massive disappointment and huge sense of loss that they themselves are going through. They mentioned that they wanted to build a rock and metal festival that this region deserved. And that's what I was getting at at the start there, is that there isn't really a rock and metal festival, which focuses on the types of bands that Dominion had announced for their show. And I'm going to have a look at the lineup here now. So the Dominion Festival announced for the 29th to 31st of July 2022 had a headliner of Cradle of Filth, Napalm Death and Blind Guardian. There's not really any other UK festival that you're going to see those bands headlining at, not a, a, an outdoor three-day festival such as that. And even though Napalm Death and Cradle of Filth aren't really to my taste, I appreciate that they have plenty of fans and people were obviously looking forward to seeing those bands. Blind Guardian would certainly be to my taste and to see them headlining a festival would be something I never thought I'd see in the UK. Uh, underneath that they had Sodom, Phil Campbell and the Bastard Sons, Blaze Bailey, to name a few. So while maybe based on that lineup I mightn't have been interested in Dominion, I'd say plenty of people were. And to see the likes of Blind Guardian up at the top of the bill there is something you don't really see at a UK festival. On the second stage they had Onslaught, Acid Rain, Ingested, Assemble, Satan, plenty of other bands there too. So that was the 2022 July lineup of the festival. The September version of the festival, September to October, was missing Napalm Death, but they still had Blind Guardian, Sodom, Satan, um, they missed Blaze Bailey out of the lineup there, but they had plenty of the same bands uh, included in the lineup for 30th of September to 2nd of October. Uh, apparently, that was postponed due to the fact that people didn't really want to camp. It was a camping festival, didn't want to camp at that late time of the year, where in the United Kingdom it would be probably pretty cold and you'd really be crossing your fingers for any sort of warm weather at that time of year uh, into October it's going to be freezing at night so I don't really blame people for not wanting to camp outside in October in the United Kingdom. So that brings us to the edition of Dominion Festival that was announced for the 5th to the 7th of May 2023 and what they've done here is they've gone for an approach of a combination of old school metal a focus on new wave of British heavy metal and also including several of the bands who were previously listed on prior lineups of Manor Fest and the ones that would jump out at me are Sirathungal, Visigoth, Seven Sisters, 
and Night Demon there as well. So they were all previously listed on Manifest's lineup and they would be the types of bands that would attract me to a festival. On top of that though, they changed up the lineup quite a bit. So for the Friday main stage, they had Blind Guardian still. For Saturday, they had Orange Goblin. And for Sunday, they had Skindred, which kind of jump out at me like a bit of a sore thumb, but I suppose they are big. They get to play download um, and they've supported some big bands in their time. Then when you look at the new wave of British heavy metal bands, they've included, they have Diamond Head, White Spirit, Girls School, Tigers of Pantang, and Satan there as well. As well as those, Atlantean Codex, High Spirits, Sodom, Green Lung, Lucifer. So there's a real feel of old school heavy metal there as well. And sorry, the likes of Riot City as well, uh, Assemble, to name some kind of more recent bands that have a strong following. So they really went for an old school heavy metal approach, either older bands or newer bands who you might consider part of the new wave of traditional heavy metal. Just looking into the statement that they made, they said they've sold 5% of their tickets. Now, I read that it was a 6,000 capacity event. So if you look at that, or they said less than 5%, actually, if you look at that, 6,000 capacity and 5% of that is 300. If you're sold less than 5%, you're looking at fewer than 300 tickets sold, which is shocking to me when you look at that lineup. But perhaps I have a biased view because I'm a fan of a lot of those bands that were on the lineup. But you'd wonder, is that lineup too good to be true if you're a fan of traditional heavy metal? Is there really a lot of fans who are willing to commit to a festival that's been cancelled in the past or postponed? Is there a market for traditional metal? Is it too ambitious? Did they try to do too much too soon? There's so many questions that need to be asked. You'd wonder why they decided to go with a three-day festival. Why not get the best of those bands and put them into a one-day festival? This isn't an original comment, of course. Many people have said that online. Were, were the marginal costs insignificant between holding a one-day festival and a three-day festival the likes of site hire and all the various vendors you'd need perhaps you get discounts for booking them for an additional one or two days uh, I'm not sure a lot of people have speculated on this but to me it's just a massive shame that a festival like this couldn't go ahead at one point based on the lineup my friend Kevin and I were actually looking at switching to going to Dominion and not going to Manorfest and just taking a hit on the hotel that we had booked because the Manorfest lineup to me, was just so different from the one from 2022 that it didn't look, really look like a festival I wanted to attend anymore. And all of a sudden, in 2023, the Dominion lineup was looking more and more like the manner fests of past that had bands that really attracted me and made me want to buy a ticket. But anyway, it didn't go ahead. So yeah, yeah, what does this mean for UK festivals in the future? Who knows, really? We'll speculate on that, I suppose, after we discuss manner fest. So that was Dominion, unfortunately cancelled on the 18th of April, 2023. A very decent and honourable statement from the organisers. I respect that they have decided to pay everybody and lose their own money. Uh, I know of cases in the past where that certainly hasn't happened. Uh, not talking about anything I've mentioned here, but I certainly know of it.
So moving on to Manorfest. The edition of Manorfest that I purchased tickets for in 2019 was to be held on the 23rd of May 2020 in the Victoria Hall in Kylie. So a one day indoor festival. This was postponed due to COVID reasons and fair enough, nobody could have seen that coming. And we all know about how the restrictions were lifted and reinstated and changing all the time uh, during COVID. So you can't blame a festival organizer for trying to organize a festival where something as unpredictable as a global pandemic was the reason why it was canceled. It was postponed until 2021, but this time it turned into a two-day festival. So it was now the 29th and 30th of May, 2021, again in the Victoria Hall in Kylie, and again an indoor festival, but it jumped from a one-day fest to a two-day fest within the space of a year. That was postponed as well due to COVID. Um, Again, with the fluctuating restrictions and various different things being implemented at different times, I don't think that was through the fault of the organizer either. That was postponed to 2022 for the 27th to the 29th of May. And this now was a three-day festival to be held at Whittlebury Park in Towster. This, unfortunately, was postponed six days out on the 21st of May, 2022. So I'm going to read the statement that Wayne Jackson, the festival organizer, put out at the time. This is the most difficult post I've ever had to make. I'm distraught to have to announce that Manifest 2022 will not be going ahead now and is postponed to 2023. I cannot apologise enough to you all, but circumstances beyond our control have forced this upon us. For legal reasons we can't say. Setup costs have spiralled upwards, power and fuel costs are through the roof, and the media daily reports doom and gloom and inflation at 10% plus. I have put everything I have into trying to get the festival over the line. My team have worked ceaselessly, exploring all options in our efforts to make things work, but we just can't get there this year. I know many, many people have made specific work and travel arrangements and I truly sympathise and apologise to everyone I have let down. It doesn't help you individually, but believe me, I am heartbroken to give you this news. I have spoken out to practically every band that was booked and the majority are committing to next year's event. It will help us to survive if those who can roll over their tickets to 2023. If everyone requests refunds, we will be destroyed as a festival. Please, please do roll over your tickets. We will offer refunds. Please be aware this takes time and I promise next year will surpass everything that was planned for this year. We will have a much bigger professional operation behind us, a far bigger and professional social media presence, fantastic bands as always, and better facilities and on-site entertainment for everyone. I know this is terrible news to publish, but I'm asking you from my heart to accept my apologies again and please stay with us for next year. I pride myself on being straight up with you guys and will continue to do so on the forum. I have always been accessible to you and again continue to do so. I also know that I've lost a bit of trust with you all, which I hope I can gain back with rolling over for next year. Thank you to the bands, promoters and friends who have reached out to me so far. You guys are beyond awesome and thank you. Yours, Wayne. So that was Wayne Jackson's uh, statement there on the official Manifest forum on the 21st of May 2022. Now a lot of people were very annoyed about that one because it was six days out from the festival. So the festival was due to start on the 27th. And we all know people will often fly in a day early for a festival, which has full day lineups for three days. So people were probably going to be flying in in a lot of cases on the 26th. My friend Kevin and I had booked a hotel at Whittlebury Park, which is at the venue. Uh, It was non-refundable, but based on the strength of the lineup, we went ahead with it anyway, because it was such a strong lineup that we decided it was unmissable for us. Some of you who follow me on Twitter might remember my back and forth with the Whittlebury Park Hotel trying to obtain a refund. They wouldn't budge. They wouldn't give us a refund. They did offer to roll over the tickets until this year, um, and we'll get to that in a minute. So 
not the tickets, sorry, but the bookings. Uh, they probably didn't even have to do that, in fairness. So they were honourable enough to roll over the booking until next year. So they did roll it over. And now let's get to 2023. So 2023, again, a three-day festival in Whittlebury Park in Towster. It's the 26th to the 28th of May, 2023. And the first signs of something being not quite right with this edition of the festival was when the band Portrait pulled out on the 13th of April, 2023. So from the official Portrait page on Facebook on the 13th of April, 2023, we are sad to announce that we have cancelled our appearance at this year's Manifest in the UK. The reason is that despite several reminders, we did not receive the deposit payment which the promoter had agreed to transfer months ago in order for us to be able to book flights, etc. in reasonable time. Our apologies to all UK fans for this. We were looking forward to this and we really hope that we can get over there soon. So, I didn't actually read that one first. I read Wayne's post first. But in the interest of fairness, I'm going to read them out in the order that they were posted. So, Portrait posted that first, and then Wayne posted this in response. And sorry, this was posted on the official Manifest Facebook page on the 13th of April, 2023. We're sorry Portrait have decided to drop out of the festival. Hopefully, one day we'll be able to work with them again. To give you, the public, a better understanding why these things can happen, below is a critique which a lot of festivals besides the ones which have monopolized have to experience. Artists not promoting festivals or gigs can be a major issue for both the artists and the festivals themselves. For artists, it can mean lost opportunities to connect with fans and build their following. For festivals, it can mean lower ticket sales and a less successful event. There are a number of reasons why artists might not promote their festivals or gigs. One reason is they may not have the time or resources to do so. Promoting a festival or a gig can be a lot of work and it can be difficult to find the time when you're also busy creating or performing your art. Some artists may simply not see the value in promoting their festivals or gigs. They may believe that their music will speak for itself and that they don't need to do anything to promote it. Whatever the reason, it's important for artists to understand the importance of promoting their festivals and gigs. When artists don't promote their festivals or gigs, it can lead to a loss of faith in the business from the public. If people don't know about an event, they're less likely to attend. This can lead to lower ticket sales and less revenue for the festival or gig. In addition, if people don't see artists promoting their own events, they may start to wonder if the events are even worth attending. If artists aren't excited about their own events, why should the public be? This can lead to a loss of interest in the business from the public. Finally, when artists don't promote their festivals or gigs, it can lead to a loss of income for the artists themselves. If people don't attend an event, the artists won't make any money from it. This can be a significant financial loss for the artists, especially if they're not well established. Overall, it's important for artists to promote their festivals and gigs. If they don't promote events, they're missing out on a valuable opportunity to connect with fans and build their following. In addition, they're also putting their income at risk. By taking the time to promote their festivals and gigs, artists can connect with more fans and build their following. They can also ensure that they're making a good living from their art. We believe in a healthy ethos between artist and organiser to make it as beneficial for said artists as much as possible. On this case, we're sorry that we've let you down. Kind regards, the Manifest team. Now, that post was soon deleted, but I screenshotted it because I felt that the cracks were starting to appear in this year's manifest and I, I felt that it wouldn't be too long before the festival itself was cancelled if he hadn't paid portrait who i think were listed 12th down the bill let me just check that yeah in, in terms of their placement on the poster portrait were listed 12th down the bill they got their full logo displayed i know this is a huge thing for bands a lot of the bands on the lower tiers of the bill don't get their full logo displayed they just get it in plain text so portrait were listed 12th down the bill of a bill that contained 45 or more bands but Wayne's statement seemed to be insinuating that he was 
not happy about them not promoting the festival. I'm saying it insinuates that because I don't know why you would write that in response to Portrait's statement if that wasn't your insinuation. Wayne came back later with, with a separate statement. So this was posted on the official Manifest Facebook page on the 13th of April at 1.54pm. He said, Right, I didn't really want to put this post up and I don't want to have a spat with the band. Their agent didn't want them to post, but they have done. Sorry for the IT faux pas. I'll hold my hands up as I always do when I've done something wrong. Besides from doing this and other things behind the scenes at Manifest, there has been a personal tragedy regarding the death of my wife's parents, which I have to admit really shook us as they died within a week of each other. I'm not using this as an excuse, but I did take my eye off the ball, so to say, and I guess that this is the outcome. We continue to move on with Manifest, and we have done this by booking the awesome Slammer, and you never know who else. I don't want this spat with the band, I'm just not like that. Wayne Manifest. Okay, so that's obviously a very serious personal issue that Wayne, you know, had to go through in, I don't know, he doesn't really specify, he just mentions that they passed away within a week of each other. Um... But yeah, during the time period between Manifest 2022 and 23, uh, both of his wife's parents died. So that's a terrible personal tragedy that he had to go through. He said he took his eye off the ball. Um, so it, it, it does kind of contradict the previous post. He refers to it as an IT faux pas. So is it the band's fault that they didn't promote the festival? Or was it a faux pas on Wayne's part? I'm not sure really what he means there. He put up such a lengthy and repetitive post about artists not promoting festivals and gigs, that he seemed to be taking serious issue with the fact that a band or bands weren't doing something to promote Manifest 2023. And if you look at back to his 2022 statement after the festival was cancelled or postponed, he said, we will have a much bigger professional operation behind us, a far bigger and professional social media presence, uh, fantastic bands as always, and better facilities, etc. So what happened to the far bigger and better social media presence and why is he seemingly laying blame on bands for not doing the promotion when he promised that there would be a far bigger and better social media presence so anyway the following week on the 20th of april 2023 Manifest was cancelled my suspicions turned out to be correct i think most people had those suspicions when you see statements like that coming out um one from the band one from the organiser, then the organiser's one deleted it, then a second one. And I'm not taking anything away from somebody who has had two bereavements in the last couple of years, but Wayne himself mentioned that he wasn't using it as an excuse, but that he did take his eye off the ball. This was read out on a Facebook Live video that was streamed on the Manifest official Facebook page on April 20th, and it was Wayne sitting with his father beside him, and his father read out the statement. So this is what he read. For the last 12 months and more, we have worked endlessly to create and stage a fantastic music festival after the disappointment of having to postpone last year's event. We are dreadfully sorry to have to deliver the news again that Manifest will not go ahead. No matter how many apologetic words are used to describe the situation, we know that it is impossible to put across to everyone just how devastated we all are. But we are, all of us, totally devastated. We believe that after all the issues we experienced last year that led to the postponement, that we would now have the knowledge and hindsight and indeed added backup and support to successfully implement Manifest 2023. However, 2023 turned out to be even more difficult than 2022, despite working with some fantastic equipment suppliers and other contractors, and with real support from Whittlebury, costs have continued to spiral upwards and significant deposits are required before any equipment can be booked and supplied. 
We have spent many tens of thousands of pounds in attempting to get this festival off the ground, but we now have to admit failure. This was always about creating a uniquely alternative heavy metal festival. It was never seen as just something to make money from. However, with our personal losses now around six figures, we cannot carry on. We know from our experiences last year that many people will now be able to say, told you so, and feel vindicated regarding their comments, and will again wish to publish similar thoughts. The reality is, is that it is now practically impossible to get a new festival off the ground unless funds of circa £250,000 are available up front, which for most operations is a non-starter. The UK's future metal festival scene appears to now consist of already established festivals. Despite a comprehensive approach to marketing the festival on social media and other online platforms, the creation of an exciting new website, and with many of our bands now actively marketing the festival, we were not selling enough tickets to go ahead with the festival. Feedback online on all the socials has been very good. People generally loved the lineup, and Wayne worked immensely hard to sign some of these amazing artists in the first place. We have lost count of the number of posts saying how they love the lineup and are going to be buying tickets, but unfortunately, in the whole scheme of things, not just yet. Failure to sell enough advance tickets, whether due to the dire economic situation or people's reluctance in case the festival doesn't go ahead, has now become a self-fulfilling prophecy and has led to the cancellation. As a business, we cannot survive and are taking the steps to close the company completely. We cannot thank enough those people who have supported us by rolling their tickets from last year and also those people who have bought for 2023 and our deepest apologies for not being able to stage Manifest. Those who purchased tickets in 2023 via Whittlebury Booking Engine should apply directly there for refunds. Those who have purchased early bird tickets direct from the Manifest site and ticket holders who have rolled over from previous years should contact their card providers to facilitate chargebacks against the company. We have email addresses for all our ticket holders and the liquidators will be in touch with all in the near future. Any queries should be addressed to info at manifest.org. Wayne will be in touch shortly with those who have pre-booked and paid for vendor pitch fees. People who have booked Whittlebury hotel rooms should contact the venue direct, Manifest. Well, let's take a look at this first. We know from our experiences last year that many people will now be able to say, told you so and feel vindicated regarding their comments. A lot of people were saying that and a lot of people didn't believe that it would go ahead this year, especially seeing as Wayne overpromised and said it would be bigger and better and they'd have a better media presence and everything would be better. I don't understand how somebody who couldn't afford to put on a festival last year was going to put on a better one this year. It never made sense at the time. It didn't seem believable. Those are my thoughts at the time. I didn't post any snarky comments up about it but those were my thoughts at the time. Then this one. Failure to sell enough advanced tickets, whether due to the dire economic situation or people's reluctance in case the festival doesn't go ahead, has now become a self-fulfilling prophecy and has led to the cancellation. I think that's a little rich, saying that fans' reluctance in case the festival doesn't go ahead has become a self-fulfilling prophecy and has led to the cancellation. How can you possibly blame fans when the festival was cancelled six days out, with six days notice last year? and use that as an excuse as to why this year's festival was cancelled. Also this statement, despite a comprehensive approach to marketing the festival on social media and other online platforms, and with many of our bands actively also marketing the festival, and you're saying your bands are, are marketing the festival, yet you were giving out about the bands not marketing the festival. I don't know. Uh, let's have a look at the Facebook page itself. It has 5.3 thousand likes and 6.2 thousand followers. I don't know what kind of comprehensive approach to marketing the festival online that they underwent or that they were putting in place, but I assume this festival has a higher capacity than 6,000. And even with that, you want to have multiples of the festival capacity following your, your page in order to generate ticket sales to a, a fraction of those in order to try and sell all the tickets. Also, 
Those who have purchased early bird tickets direct from the Manifest site and ticket holders who have rolled over from previous years should contact their card providers to facilitate chargebacks against the company. So, people who have held onto their tickets, who were being repeatedly thanked year after year, and, you know, were the lifeblood of the festival, it's now up to them to organise their own refunds. I booked mine on a debit card. I'm not really worried about the £66 I spent in 2019. But the festival, when it increased in size, increased in cost. And the three-day fest, I'm not even sure what that cost. But it's going to be considerably more than the £33 per ticket or £66 I spent four years ago. And asking people to facilitate their own refunds is... I don't know. I don't I don't get that at all. Uh, then we have email addresses for all our ticket holders and the liquidators will be in touch. So if we're organizing our own refunds, why do the liquidators need to contact us? Maybe somebody who understands liquidation better than I do can inform me about that one. Any queries should be addressed to manifest.org. Info at manifest.org. I wouldn't like to be manning that email account myself now at this time. And yes, the biggest one for me, people who have booked Whittlebury Hotel Room should contact the venue directly. Now, it was my friend Kevin who booked a hotel room. It was almost £400 non-refundable, booked in 2022. They rolled it over to 2023. I have no idea if they intend to refund anybody. Haven't even attempted to contact them yet. Just going to have a look at the lineup of Manifest 2022. So on the strength of this lineup for the 2022 version, um, we decided to book the Whittlebury Park Hotel, which was an expensive hotel, as I mentioned. So these are the bands that really stood out to me. Uh, Visigoth playing two nights, playing on the Friday and the Saturday, one of my favourite bands. Except headlining on the Friday, uh, Overkill with them. Candlemas headlining on the Saturday. Eternal Champion playing on the Saturday. Seven Sisters playing um, on the Sunday. Sirith Ungol playing. Night Demon. And that's probably about it from bands I really, really wanted to see. So... By the time 2023 rolled around, sorry, I should mention there, Visigoth had to pull out because of an injury to the drummer. Um, so that's not the festival's fault. I'm just saying that's the strength of the bill on which I booked the hotel for. Uh, so Visigoth were replaced by Moonspell on the Friday and Lawnmower Death on the Saturday. Not bands that I am aware of or have any interest in. But anyway, yeah, they did replace them. But yeah, by the time 2023 rolled around, the lineup was looking like this. Moonspell headlining with Overkill and My Dying Bride. Um, underneath those bands that I would have been interested in. Venom Inc. Somewhat. Not really. I didn't even watch them at, at Keep It True. Um, Ross the Boss of uh, Man of War. Portrait, funnily enough. And they were the one that cancelled. Screamer are down there. Uh, Sorcerer. And then really after that, Titan. New Wave of British Heavy Metal Band as well. Uh, really after that, not too much more, but lots of the main big bands that I mentioned on the 2022 lineup completely gone. Except Nowhere to be Seen on the Bill, Candlemas, Nowhere to be Seen, uh, Visigoth, Seven Sisters, Witch Hazel, Night Demon, Etern Eternal Champion, Nowhere to be Seen on this bill. So yeah, it's a bloody shame all around, really. Um, I understand that the people who organise these festivals must be going through a lot worse than I am, having lost maybe half of £380 on a hotel and, and £66 on some tickets. And, sorry, flights from uh, 2022 as well, which weren't that expensive, really, in fairness. Um, a few hundred pounds I probably lost. Um, let's see what the hotel does, see what I can do there. I don't really want to visit Whittlebury Park in Towster for three days without having a festival to attend. But, I don't know, maybe it's a, the most exciting place in the world. Maybe somebody who lives there can tell me. But yeah, where, where where is the trust going to be now in the future for anyone who wants to organise a 
festival in the UK, a heavy metal festival um, like this, which features good few old school bands. About like all lineups have featured uh, several old school bands and uh, up and coming bands who play traditional style heavy metal. Where is the trust going to be? There's, there, there won't be any. I think I don't think there's going to be much trust. I think it's going to take years to rebuild any kind of trust or years to rebuild any confidence really is probably a better word in a festival organizer uh, both festivals mentioned 250,000 as a figure so that seems to be what people are saying it's going to cost I have no idea how easy it is to recoup 250,000 um, I have no idea how these people funded the festivals in the first place well Dominion seems to have been funded from personal funds I have no idea if they had backers as well or what um but yeah, like it just—it's really, really disappointing as a heavy metal fan that these, both of these festivals were cancelled, both in the same year, both within a few days of each other. I found out about Manifest being cancelled when I was at Keep It True. I was messaging somebody from a band, and I was wearing their T-shirt at the time, and I said maybe one day I'll be seeing you here at Keep It True. And then that person mentioned that Dominion had been cancelled. I said I know Manifest will be next. And he's like, it's gone, mate. And I said, what? And he goes, they binned it. It's gone. And I, uh, well, there was a, there was a sense of, I kind of knew this was going to happen. But there was a huge sense of disappointment as well. When I spoke to Wayne, he was a lovely bloke. There's no question about that. He was kind enough to do an interview with me when he was probably up to his tonsils trying to organize a festival. I do appreciate that. I'm not taking personal jabs at him. I do think some of the statements that were made were contradictory and in some cases a bit nonsensical, especially about the bands promoting festivals and gigs. I'm sure you've drawn your own conclusions to that. It sounded like rambling, um, probably desperately rambling in a situation that was spiraling out of control. I would guess personally that Portrait weren't the only band in that situation. I would personally speculate that there were probably other bands, that's just my own speculation, uh, going through the same type of thing. So yeah, I'm sure it was spiraling out of control. I'm sure it was extremely stressful and I'd say it would take years off your life that kind of stress but at the same time why why go so big why do a three-day fest it was a one-day indoor fest which wayne had run successfully in the past before turning into a two-day indoor fest when that one couldn't go ahead turning into a three-day outdoor open-air festival which was cancelled at the last minute and launching a similar festival the following year i don't understand it i don't understand the approach at all it seemed to be trying to get bigger each each time that it couldn't go ahead logic would indicate you should try and go a bit smaller i don't know how that would have worked with people's ticket money or anything like that but anyway there we go one of the good things that did come out of the dominion cancellation was that biker grave bookings managed to book several of the bands that were supposed to be at dominion in very short order i don't know how they put it all together so quickly but they booked uh, gigs for visigoth riot city seven sisters green long satan so if you are looking to go to see some gigs around Newcastle and you were supposed to be going to Dominion and you haven't heard about this, look at Biker Grave Bookings on Facebook. That's B-Y-K-E-R-G-R-A-V-E Bookings. They have gigs on on Thursday the 4th, Friday the 5th, Saturday the 6th and Sunday the 7th of May 2023. So a lot of those bands I mentioned there will be playing at those gigs. Um, I know the Thursday and the Sunday one are officially sold out and the last poster they put up uh, yesterday said the Friday one with Visigoth headlining has 
last 25 tickets and the Saturday one on the 6th of May is last 30 tickets but you might find tickets for the other ones somehow I don't know maybe people might be, might not be able to go or something at the last minute anyway if you hadn't heard about that there you go uh, you can catch a couple of gigs uh, around Newcastle if you so wish and Biker Grave bookings actually came to the rescue in 2022 when Manifest was cancelled by managing to book Eternal Champion um, in some local UK gigs as well so good work Biker Grave bookings quick on the ball so that's it. That's my update about the cancellation of Dominion and Manifest. A huge shame, hugely disappointing for those organising, hugely disappointing for those who were due to attend. Obviously, a lot of people will have lost money, organisers and attendees. What else can you say? You can let me know your opinions, I suppose, when I post this up. And yeah, I hope it didn't come across as too much of a rant or it didn't have too much disgruntlement in it. I'm not massively disgruntled. I just think it's more of a shame for the UK festival scene. Uh, I think it's Germany or bust, really. Um, or maybe Greece or bust. If you want to go to a good heavy metal festival that is reliable and is well organised and probably isn't going to cancel a few days away from the event. So that's it for episode 78 of Feckin' Metal. I've been your host, Fergal Trainer, and I will see you next time. Party.